0: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
1: USA News, I'm Laura Winters. The sound of protesters in Israel as it's been three months and people are questioning where are the hostages and what's being done to get them out. The government should do everything they can do to bring them back home. It's so... So many days, too, too many days, but they are there. Israelis who are missing a loved one kidnapped by Hamas terrorists back on October 7th, protesting in Tel Aviv and setting up a long table with more than a 100 empty white chairs with color pictures of those still being held. We don't know who alive, who is not. In other news, in light of the war in Ukraine and the war in the Middle East, it seems it would be a good idea To know where the U.S. Defense Secretary is, but we are learning more about his absence. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin turns out was in the hospital as the result of complications from a medical procedure, and he was even in ICU for a period. Problem is he reportedly didn't inform the White House for a few days. He was hospitalized Monday, and reporters at the Pentagon first alerted to the situation on Friday. To Fort Lauderdale, Florida now, and another shocker where people are absolutely stunned to see a tornado looking funnel cloud hit. A severe weather system is moving across the country right now, bringing snow to the northeast.
2: It is likely that the southern half to two-thirds of the state will only see rain.
1: Here's New Jersey Governor Democrat Phil
2: Murphy. We are all ready for whatever comes our way and taking every precaution, although it is Mother Nature. So we do our very best to calculate, predict, and prepare, but you have to accept the fact that it is Mother Nature.
1: This is USA News. Another handout to illegal aliens: A report from California that Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom will be giving free health care to another 750,000 illegals, on top of the 1.1 already receiving it at taxpayer expense. This comes as California is facing its biggest budget deficit ever. One person killed, 12 hurt after a bus crashes in upstate New York on a highway near Lake George. Police say the bus rolled over. Detectives. Investigating the cause of the crash. Pennsylvania Senator Democrat John Fetterman says he doesn't recognize his alma mater, Harvard, anymore. Fetterman speaking out about former Harvard President Claudine Gay, who was forced to step down after she refused to condemn anti-Semitism raging on campus. Fetterman in an interview saying, as an alum of Harvard, look, I graduated 25 years ago, and of course it was always a little pinko, but now... I don't recognize it. In other news, a third batch of Jeffrey Epstein documents unsealed. The new public documents allege Epstein and his associates would target and troll nightclubs looking for teenage girls. Also, new details about Prince Andrew. His butler alleges he received daily massages at Epstein's home in Palm Beach, Florida. And we learn Epstein invoked the Fifth Amendment 500 times during a deposition in 2016, and he dodged questions about former President Bill Clinton and the
0: Clinton Foundation. And I. put your head in the sand call us today we've saved our customers millions of tax dollars one quick free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands guaranteed or you pay nothing call now
4: 800-932-1597 932 1597 that's 800-932-1597 paid for by the tax helpline
5: Thank you for joining in as we continue to, to march forward, uh, not losing faith and not giving up, but knowing that uh, we're in it for the long haul. I mean, it took us this long and, and decades, ladies and gentlemen, of apathy to get to this point. And it's like waking up one day and you go, whoa, where did that extra 30 pounds come from? It just gradually grows on you. But here we are as Americans looking in the mirror and going, this is, this is unacceptable. We got to do something about it. So thank you for, you know, joining in on the good fight here to get this country back on track. It's six minutes after the top of the hour right now. Scott Powell is going to be joining us. Uh, Scott is currently a senior fellow at Discovery Institute, a member of the Committee on This Present Danger, China. Scott, good morning. Happy New Year to you, my friend. How are you?
6: Hey, good morning, Bill. Uh, I'm very well, and Happy New Year to you and your audience.
5: Well, I'm uh, appreciative of your latest commentary uh, you know, that, uh, affirms that yes, we've got the goods to defeat the left's U.S. demolition plans. Um, and, and the goods are, is that, um, it's, it's basically in our DNA. I mean, th- this has been the history, the legacy of this great country, the many patriots who've gone before us, our U.S. Constitution, our documents that, uh, affirm. You know, that uh, it's about liberty, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the left does not offer anything like that. They offer deconstruction, a demolition of these values that we hold near and dear, that we want to pass on to the next generation. But we need to understand that, um, you know, we're, we're dealing... I mean, this is, this is a spiritual battle. This is a battle for America's soul. I mean, it, it is that it's that dramatic uh we we cannot uh you know be bifurcated and be singularly interested in you know just uh issues that are out there that the democrats have used as wedges to divide us we have to bring it back to fundamental principles and those fundamental principles is is about america scott the, these are the things that that enjoin us and draw us one to another and this is putting aside party, party politics. <clears throat> party politics has done more to destroy and disunify this country of ours than it has uh, to really do, um, especially in the current the current era, to do something positive where you can come in and say, "Oh man, I'm sure glad you know the Democratic well, Party is around."
6: I, I don't disagree with you, Bill, but I'll say this: that it that we know we're in a a communist type revolution now more than ever mm. because the uh you know the assault the various assaults to divide us in every which way are so much more pronounced than they ever have been before party politics when there's a consensus of values it is good to have differing uh opinions there's that's what life is mm-hmm. people see things differently and when they uh you know and in politics they can see things differently and come to a compromise. They can come to see that there's a that they that they need to modify their their hardline position, perhaps, to accommodate uh, you know uh, someone who differs a little bit, but basically shares the basic values. Uh, the,
5: the and, and I don't think Democrats, that exists, Scott. The, the current Democratic Party no. no longer
6: holds uh, the American values uh, dear and near to their hearts. Yeah. They are a revolutionary party now that wants to take us into a lawless state wherein our country collapses, and they will uh, join forces with other globalists and then recreate a new world order. This is what they're about. Exactly. But the the positive is that there are very few of these elitists. Uh, They're they're not large in numbers, whereas there's a huge number of, of American people who believe in the values that you expressed Bill coming out of the declaration life liberty the pursuit of happiness uh I would add to that uh you know it's interesting when they drafted the declaration you know they took that right out of John Locke but John mm-hmm. Locke's third point wasn't the pursuit of happiness, it was mm-hmm. property. Life, mm-hmm. liberty, and property were the basis right. of, of what he saw as a free society. <clears throat> and we know that our property is under assault now, in every mm-hmm. which way. They want to deny us of, of our property and the use of our property, they want to direct us to, you know, to, to, to give up uh, the freedom of uh, and, and the cheaper cost of a gas-powered automobile and force us to buy electric that they can control, and yeah. by the way, they can shut them all off.
5: <laughs> exactly, right <laughs> they w-
6: want to lock us down, they just mm-hmm. turn the circuitry off, and your electric car doesn't work anymore exactly and they want this ability because they want to control us, they want us mm-hmm. to live in compact urban areas, and they want to prevent us from enjoying nature. they mm-hmm. want us to eat bugs and you know and the list goes on and on, their vision for us is so demeaning. Uh, and, and so unappealing that we simply have to just say, we're not going there. Mm-hmm.
5: But, but, <laughs> and, and it has so to be we said, said in such a definitive to way.
6: Elections, But I have no exactly. doubt that we're rejecting this agenda in, in November of 2024.
5: Well, and and you just said something that's really critical here, and that is in protecting our elections. I thought it was quite interesting. I don't know if you saw this uh, comment from um, the, the prime minister who just got reelected. Uh, in Bangladesh, Scott, and uh, she was touting that they had a very free and fair election. In fact, of all things, ironically enough, we had American observers there in Bangladesh to make sure it was a free and fair election. And the American observers, I mean, like as if we know (laughs) what a free and fair election looks like uh, because of what's happened recently. Uh, So it's just kind of rich with irony. And uh, so she makes the comment uh, to the representative, and she says, "Well, I think, in fact, our—you um, might say—our election was probably more free and fair than yours in America."
6: Wow, did that did that get any any replay in the mainstream media? Probably no, not.
5: no, no. This was this is an international channel that I was watching, right? And right. I, I, you know, I thought, well, you know, that's you see, and what it what it brings to mind here is that. Joe Biden and the Democrats, all the, all the cheating and everything they did, they're not fooling anybody. Everybody around the world knows exactly what happened. I mean, this is basically this amounted to a coup that took place in coup. 2020.
6: Yeah. It, 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 it was, a, the coup was November 3rd of 2020. That was the mm-hmm. coup. The, the insurrection was November 3rd of 2020. It was not January 6th of 2021. Right. If, right. if it was an insurrection, uh, people would have come with arms. You know, there were no arms in, in, in the million people that showed up. As far as we know, no one was right. arrested for having firearms. You right. can't have an insurrection without firearms. We all know that.
5: Yeah, that's a bad insurrection. Yeah, yeah, that was poorly played. No doubt about it. But you're exactly right. I mean, the true insurrection that did take place did happen in November. And, uh, and it seems that uh, half the country could care less that, um, you know, the thing was rigged, even though you got 70 percent of America saying today that uh, they suspect that there was something fishy that happened in the 2020 election. But there's no interest, uh, you know, from... Uh, you know, political, uh, you know, the political forces to do a a deep dive into the situation to find out exactly what happened and who was it? Who was it that was coordinating this? This just, you know, this was all orchestrated, what happened in 2020, leading all the way up to January the 6th. Got to go to break. More from Scott Powell after this.
7: The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ, based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G-them.com.
9: And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you are a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started.
4: Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-254-1421. 800-254-1421. 800-254-1421. That's 800-254-1421.
5: 15 minutes after the top of the hour, Bill Martinez here with you along with Scott Powell. Uh, Scott is the author of Rediscovering America Must Have Book. If you didn't get it in your stocking, you know, for uh, Christmas or any of the 12 days of Christmas, um, make sure you get your hands on it because this will inspire you and it will um, cause you to do some things that are needed to be done. I mean, the reason that we're in the mess that we're in is we've become rather laissez-faire and we thought that we could trust our elected officials to do our bidding and to follow that uh, you know that that Constitution thing you know and and what you're realizing is that especially those on the left they could care less they 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 may talk about the Constitution but it's it's in word only but it's not in sentiment it's not Scott it's not in their heart they just really they don't believe in the Constitution um, you know even Barack Obama supposedly a, a constitutional you know law professor. And uh you know his statement that it was elastic uh, in the Constitution was elastic, so I guess you could uh mold it around you know whatever circumstance that would fit your ideology at the given moment right
6: absolutely you know it it is an incredible document um. It's it's like a It's 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 a little bit like the Bible. You know, the the mm. Bible is the roadmap, the user's manual for our life. And if we follow what's in the Bible, we stay out of trouble, and life right. is good. Relationships are good. We prosper. We grow. We don't have to. You know, our our life stays orderly. The Constitution does that for us, but it's not rigid. So, in some sense. I wouldn't use the word elastic, but it has a provision mm. for amendment, for change. Exactly. And and, right. and the how many amendments do we have? I think we have uh, over 30 amendments in our to our Constitution since it was originally written. Uh, and, of course, the first 10 are the key ones because, mm. you know, there was this debate amongst the Founders that they felt that, you know, once the Constitution had been written, that it really covered all the bases. But there were some very wise people from the South, mind you, but also the North, mm. who said, no, we, we need uh, a Bill of Rights to protect the people's rights. We need an articulation of things that must be protected to ensure that people are free and remain free. And that was what the Bill of Rights were. And had exactly. the Bill of Rights not been added, these are the first ten amendments, if they had not mm. been added... To the Constitution, after it was drafted, it's likely the Constitution would not have been ratified by right. the states.
9: Right. So
6: this—it's an amazing—you know—it's amazing. Our history is so amazing, so deep, uh, and so powerful. You know, and this is why what made us the beacon of light to the world. All countries recognize that America was great because of its moral Constitution. And they, you know, they, some countries sought to emulate us. You know, after the Spanish-American War in 1898, where we defeated Spain and we came into possession of the Philippines. Hmm. uh, And and we said, well, we don't, we're not, we don't want you as our colony. We want to give you your freedom. Exactly. You know what the Philippines did to create their government uh, for independence? They copied the Constitution of the United States almost verbatim. Now unfortunately just like our country they you know they 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 there were there were corrupt people who between the lines of the their constitution just as they've done in our country our country's been subverted even though we have a constitution
5: Exactly exactly you know to your point yes. earlier um according to the national archives there's been something like 11,000 amendments proposed to the constitution 11,000 but only 27 have been ratified to date Yeah so I'm, I was off so, by three. No, no, but no, that's, that's okay. Three. It's okay. It's all <laughs> it, it's it's right. it's There's always a, the discussion about it, but you know, the fact of the matter, to your point, is that it is as flexible in as much as that it you know that that's what the amendment process is there. If there needs to be an amendment, hey, propose it. We go through it, and um, and yes, it doesn't happen. You know, in microwave speed, uh, our constitution was designed to move very deliberately and steady, uh, not to do any radical changes, which, uh, interestingly enough, when you consider, uh, when you hold up the Constitution and what the intent of the Constitution is, and what's happened, let's just say, in the last 10 years, Scott, I mean, the changes that have happened, you know, to our government and that have affected our Constitution, it's almost an anathema. It's in conflict with the original purpose of the Constitution, to your point.
6: Oh absolutely we we, as I said, we have been subverted so that the power brokers in America and these power brokers are in both parties, probably mm-hmm. you know there are more uh, sort of um, uh, tyranny oriented uh, politicians in the Democrat party than the Republican mm-hmm. party, but there are a lot of enablers in the Republican party right. uh, but the the administrative state is something that the founders had probably no. They 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 had no idea of how oppressive an administrative state could become and that's what we're living under now. We have all these agencies and and the most egregious of the agencies are it turned out uh, that are our intelligence agencies. Both the CIA and the FBI are working to subvert our constitution now. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Because the CIA controls the media, and this goes back to Operation Mockingbird in the Mm -hmm. late 1950s and early 1960s, where the CIA said, look, we've got to control the narrative. Uh, We're in a Cold War environment now, and we need to control this narrative of U.S. communist relations. And and they were very involved in undermining uh, Joe McCarthy. Mm. Uh, who basically identified all the communists that had penetrated the United States government, and and he was accurate on all fronts, according to M. Stanton Evans, who did a mm. who did a uh, you know a deep dive analysis, a research on was McCarthy right in fingering these people as communists, and he concluded that every, he did not misidentify anyone on his list, and yet he mm. was vilified. He was demonized, and that was a CIA, part of the Mockingbird plan. And demonization is a major tool that they use now. Look what they've done to people who've questioned the elections. They've demonized those people, right?
5: Exactly, right.
6: It's the same strategy being used today that was used 70 years ago. And we have to recognize it and we have to push back and stand firm for the truth and mm. remind everybody that the way we get to the truth is through free speech exactly we have to have debate we 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 have to have a willingness to look at all the facts and consider mm. them and if we don't you know we will lose our freedom mm. and well, we, we have to we ha- we we have to Clean out our our legal our justice mm. system from people who don't believe in 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 the robust uh, free speech. Uh, we can't we can't have a two tier justice system. Mm. You know, it's one tier and it is God's tier and it is is it is the tier where we look at all the facts and we debate them publicly and openly. Uh, and of course, they can have closed courtrooms, but they still have to practice the principle of allowing all the facts to be put out on the table.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, and to your point, Scott, is that all this has to be done? In, you know, facts, truth. W- what is it held against? You know, it's like you have the Word of God. You mentioned, you know, you 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 compared, the, you know, Scripture to the Constitution as a gu- as a guidebook. Um, you know the Bible is more specific in terms of, hey, you do this, you get that. I mean, there's consequences. It's 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 black and white. It's not gray. And the Constitution, there is some, uh, I guess you could say, some flexibility in that. But still, by and large, th- these are these are the rules. This is how you play the game in the United States. So whenever you come to court and, and you, you're you debating an issue, or you're in Congress and you're deba- debating an issue, is it enhancing the Constitution, the freedoms of that are enumerated in our Constitution, or is it uh, taking away, right?
6: Yes. I mean, that's what judicial review is about. You know, when new regulations, new laws are being passed, the first question is, is this a constitutional addition exactly uh, to our you know to, to our law and order system mm-hmm. is, is it well, or is it in violation of the Constitution if it's in violation of the Constitution it should never be passed yeah
5: you know, we'll leave it there and you can ponder on that afterwards Scott Powell he is the author of rediscovering America thank you Scott take care
1: News Update. The sound of protesters in Israel as it's been three months and people are questioning where are the hostages and what's being done to get them out. Israelis who are missing a loved one kidnapped by Hamas terrorists back on October 7th protesting in Tel Aviv and setting up a long table with more than 100 empty white chairs with color pictures of those still being held. In other news, in light of the war in Ukraine and the war in the Middle East it seems it would be a good idea to know where the U.S. Defense Secretary is, but we are learning more about his absence. Lloyd Austin, turns out, was in the hospital as the result of complications from a medical procedure, and he was even in ICU for a period. Problem is, he reportedly didn't inform the White House for a few days. He was hospitalized Monday, and reporters at the Pentagon first alerted to the situation on Friday. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News.
4: People often write to tell us, My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1 877 928 8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com. Extend your life with
6: extendivite.
5: Minutes before the top of the hour, Bill Martinez here. We're on standby for Jeff Guerrero. We're going to be joining him uh, with his audience in Louisiana. Yes, the Cajun Crusher himself. And we'll uh, match up our audiences and have a few moments to talk about his latest commentary on uh, drug pricing and what uh, Joe Biden and the government, you know, latest shenanigans is up to. Uh, but I, I did want to come back and uh, address this issue of the former First Lady, Michelle Obama. Uh, saying that she's just terrified, terrified about the potential outcome of the 2024 election. I mean, this is the hyperbole, right? I mean, th- this is why politics is just getting in the way of common sense and any kind of normalcy. Uh, this is why I'm, I'm just becoming anti-politically political parties, because they, they seem to have been responsible for more damage uh, and dividing us than bringing us together. I mean, because it's set up that way, right? I mean, you, you got the Republicans, you got Democrats, you got blue, blue, you got red. So, you know, let the fighting begin as opposed to realizing, like we were talking with Scott Powell, is at the end of the day, you've got to realize, okay, what is it that we have in common, regardless of your political persuasion? You know, and, and you look at the Constitution and you say, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness is pretty good values that you want to be able to enjoy for yourself and pass on to the next generation. And the other, um, You know, the other barriers, I say barriers or guidelines there uh, to help us to live in in, live an American way of life, um, an American dream that uh, represents and uh, promotes that light on a shining hill to other nations serves an example. But here it is. You know what's happening to America? We're, We're losing our moral standing. Uh, on international levels, and uh, as I said, how we're not we're not fooling anybody. Well, hey, you hear Jeff Carrera right now? He's in the background. We'll bring him in the foreground right now. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, buddy? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Bill. Hey, what an honor to uh, have this opportunity to uh, join our audience together, and uh, you know, I appreciate and respect this time that we have together, my friend.
10: Oh, always look forward to it, Bill, and uh, really commend you on everything you do, And you have some great guests on. I'm just honored to be one of them.
5: Well, hey, l- let's talk about Speaker Johnson. You, you're writing, and I agree with you. You said he's right. The free market should set drug prices, not government. 100%. Right. I mean, this is when, whenever, I mean, by experience, Jeff, when the free market handles things, uh, you, you know, it goes smoother. I mean, the free market, like right now, all these electrical vehicles and everything, this is all being orchestrated, you know, by a government. And this isn't happening, Uh, you know, I mean, common sense uh, just in terms of the natural response, because if the people wanted electrical vehicles, well, guess what? General Motors, the rest of the companies would be, you know, they'd be retooling, they'd be spitting them out. uh, Everything would be hunky-dory, but it's not so hunky-dory. For obvious reasons. You no know,
10: I, I wanted to, to write this because, I mean, I've been critical of Speaker Johnson in a number of things since he took office. And, uh, you know, he's let us down, I think, in a few areas. But in this, I did want to commend him because he is taking a free market approach to health care and uh, dealing with big pharma. Big pharma, I mean, lobbies, uh, they spend the fourth most of any entity lobbying Congress. Uh, they spend about $52 million uh, putting into political campaigns and uh, all kinds of uh, money, trying to convince Congress to sort of uh, increase uh, their profits. And speaking of profits, uh, we're talking about a hundred and sixty-seven billion-dollar company. Pfizer made billions from Operation Warp Speed. The CEO mm-hmm. makes a billions. So now they're uh, talking about uh, what's coming up this year. We're going to see more than one hundred and forty brands of drugs increase their costs. We already pay more than any other uh, nation in the world for pharmaceuticals.
5: Right. So it's all well ran. because 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 we're the laboratory, we're the we're the R and D for the world. So we're the right. ones. The American taxpayers are the ones that are uh, you know carrying the freight. So now that's all covered. So then uh, this allows them to sell uh, to other uh, other countries at a lower rate.
10: Right. And what Big Pharma hates are what they're called uh, PBMs, and those are pharmacy benefit managers. And uh, they help, these are entities that that health plan sponsors hire to negotiate against these uh, pharmaceuticals to keep the cost of prescriptions as low as possible. And Bernie Sanders and others want to put massive regulations on these uh, PBMs. And uh, I think it's just another gift to uh, the pharmaceutical companies. And you know, the Trump administration very uh, positively viewed the PBMs and, and what they did to keep, her, to keep the prescription drug costs lower. So in this kind of environment, I think we need to keep a watchful eye on what the Speaker is doing. And I've checked into his track record, and he's got a good track record on this issue, free market mm-hmm. approach. He just hired someone on his team who who is uh, very free market uh, oriented, he used to work for the Republican Study Committee, going to be his point person on health care. So I'm encouraged that we're not going to just sort of give in to the big pharma legislative uh, agenda. Mm. This will be something that we're watching very closely.
5: Well, we've been watching it as well, Jeff, um, and particularly when it comes to PBMs, because I question their value. Yes, they were set up to do a specific job, but what we're finding out in some cases is that the PBMs, the money that they're saving is going right into their pocket and not going back to reduce the cost of prescriptions. It might be, you know, uh, well, one, one for you and three for me, you know, the way the, 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 way the division works up. And uh, there's been some question on, uh, you know, the credibility of the process.
10: Well, let's keep, let's keep an eye on them as well. I mean, I'm just uh, calling out uh, any kind of uh, bill which increases regulation.
1: Uh, Mm. And uh,
10: that's what the Sanders committee bill marked up to do. And that just raises for me a lot of uh, red flags. Right. So big pharma, I don't think we can trust. Uh, We've been through, uh, you know, a horror show with um, big pharma during uh, COVID. Right. Exactly. We have the beginning of a new year and we get all this news that, oh, yeah, um, prices are massively going up on, Uh, 140 brands of uh, drugs, and we're talking about an industry that that receives billions and billions of dollars. And by the way, the CEO just received an average of uh, 17.4 million in uh, annual bonuses. Mm -hmm. And we got people that are struggling. You know that, uh, Bill. Exactly.
5: Exactly. They're they're struggling. Yeah. What's the reason that they're giving, Jeff, for uh, the increase in drug prices? Just because uh, I guess America, the sentiment, the conditioning of the American. Um, you know, consumers such as that everything's going up. So if everything's going up, why does it matter if your drugs are going up? Because that—that's just the way everything is happening right now. The trajectory mm-hmm. of all goods and services is on an increase. Uh, you know, and, well, yeah, and uh, the problem
10: right? is that, that uh, salaries aren't, <laughs> and that uh, people are not uh, able to keep up with. Uh, I mean, grocery prices and and, and uh, insurance and. I mean, people are getting hit right now with uh, their new uh, insurance premiums, and it's uh, Mm -hmm. eye-popping. So this is just another area where people are being uh, challenged. And Mm -hmm. again, the point of my column was to commend Mike Johnson for his previous work uh, in coming up to alternatives with uh, Obamacare, having a free market approach for not just uh, giving in to uh, big pharma, and uh, I'm hoping we can continue to have that approach with him. Now, some other areas, we've seen a little bit of backtracking from Speaker Mike Johnson. I'm hoping that doesn't happen here, Bill.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, I would I would agree with you. I think that uh, it was interesting that uh, over the holiday that uh, he and Schumer were able to come together and agree to a top line in terms of the budget to avoid, you know, any kind of government shutdown. But, um, you know, they have to be careful not to get into a position to where we start dealing with an omnibus bill. If we do that, I think that will that that'll just kill, you know, Speaker Johnson's position altogether. They, they, they need to be dealt with on a on a case by case basis. Twelve appropriation bills, one at a time. Let's get through them, yeah. And then, uh, you know, make sure you you've got you've got the top line. You've agreed on that, okay? So now it's the dispersal of that of that money into these twelve different uh, allotments, right?
10: Exactly, and that's the way it should be. I mean, it should all be done individually, as opposed to one just grab bag of spending. And you know, this is the kind of thing that got uh, Kevin McCarthy into trouble. So, I mean, I want Speaker Johnson to fulfill promises. I want votes on term limits. I want votes on balanced budget amendments. I want to see all those January sixth videos released. Exactly. And I want to see something for the border, Bill. We gotta, we yeah. gotta have something for the border. I mean, we're being invaded.
5: Yeah. Well, we have H.R. too, and the Biden administration says that it's the Republicans' fault that we have a broken system. Uh, that's their narrative. That's their story. They're going to stick to it. But uh, we know the difference between a truth and a lie, don't we, Jeff Carrera? We do,
10: my friend. We certainly-
5: You got it. Have a good one. If your heater. Or you, or air
4: conditioner busted, appliance broken, computer crashed, then you need an ARW home warranty. Heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-559-7562 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-559-7562. That's 800-559-7562. Home sales are
3: down 31% across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second. We will negotiate with you a price to buy your home. It's that simple. If you're ready to sell your home right now, any home, any condition, and you don't want to put money into it, no problem. We'll buy it from you. Call right
4: now. It's a free call. 800-217-6459. 800-217-6459. 800-217-6459. That's 800-217-6459.
11: Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vine vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R dot Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vine vinetobar.com.
5: Well, the Democratic Party, Joe Biden and all his acolytes are making it quite obvious uh, they do not want to run against Donald Trump. And uh, at every turn, I mean, here we got 91 indictments, and as if that's not enough, now you got the individual states saying, look at we're, we want him off the ballot. We're just not even going to have him on the ballot whatsoever. Uh, and, and I don't blame you, you know, as an everyday American citizen who is, uh, you know, working hard, trying to keep up with the economy, uh, Joe Biden's Bidenomics that says he's working, but uh, what we're finding out, according to you know, the latest employment figures, is uh, it is not all that rosy. And I think out of the last 12 reports, 11 of the, uh, of the unemployment rates have been modified. I mean, we're back in the, the years of Barack Obama once again with all these numbers coming with an asterisk. We're told it's one thing, and then the next month it gets lowered. And, I mean, this has had a huge effect. But in reality, see, and this is where the disconnect takes place. Joe Biden is living under a delusion of, you know, of uh, his Bidenomics. And everyday people are living with the reality. And, uh, you know, the the expansion in jobs are in part time jobs. You know, people are scrambling in order to make ends meet. Uh, So all this is coming to a head. So I don't blame you whether we're talking about whether or not Trump should be on a ballot or not. Uh, and and these different states that are taking place. I mean, this this is crazy, and you're just hoping that there's going to be some adult in the room that's going to be able to get all the kids together and say, "Look at, you know, this is ridiculous. Uh, you can't you can't continue to do this. You're creating a constitutional crisis of the least." Uh, Mike O'Neill is back with us. He's the Assistant General Counsel at Landmark Legal, and he's going to help us understand and ferret uh, all this chaos uh, out. Uh, no pressure, Mike. Welcome to the show. Good to have you with us. It's always a pleasure bill how are you today hey I'm doing fine I'm, I'm battling a little bit of a, a cold here so oh, everyone is. Uh, so excuse yeah, me I, in I, advance I it's just the season I guess right
9: sure so, is yeah
5: yeah with all these dramatic uh, changes in, in weather uh patterns and that but uh, anyway uh, help the people understand I mean we uh, you know Colorado wants to take sure. them off we got you know uh Michigan State of course well. yeah right I mean this is absurd go, go ahead break it down and help right. us understand what's going on here
9: Right. So last month, the Colorado Supreme Court um, essentially they they concluded they they were ruled they were hearing a case from a district court who had ultimately concluded that Donald Trump was to remain on the ballot, although he'd engaged in this this hearing this quasi judicial proceeding that occurred at the district in a district court in Colorado. Again, this is a state court in Colorado. Concluded had a factual hearing, concluded that Donald Trump had engaged in insurrection the days leading up to and on January 6th, with all the activities on January 6th, concluded that. specious conclusions, obviously, however, made these factual conclusions, but ultimately ruled that the 14th, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment did not apply to the Office of the President of the United States. Well, the Colorado mm-hmm. Supreme Court took, them, took those factual findings and then overruled the lower court's findings and said, hey, Section 3, Donald Trump is disqualified from, uh, from serving as president from appearing on the ballot in the Colorado presidential primary because he, quote-unquote, engaged in insurrection, uh, mm-hmm. again, on his January 6th and January the days leading up to it. So he is disqualified from serving as president. This section of the 14th Amendment uh, disqualifies him from serving as, as president. Well, again, Maine took that decision. The Secretary of State of Maine and another state said, she said unilaterally, no, no judicial proceeding, no hearing, right, No, exactly. nothing. Just mm-hmm. unilateral decision. Agreed with Colorado. Said we're, he's he's going to pull his name off the ballot. Essentially, what they do, they disenfranchise millions of people, millions of voters who were poised to vote for Donald Trump, and said you couldn't do it. The only silver lining in this is both their decisions were stayed pending appeal to the Supreme Court. The Colorado decision was stayed pending Supreme pending appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. The main Secretary of State said, okay, we're going to see how this resolves before. You know, it goes into effect. Well, of mm-hmm. course, the Supreme Court has there are petitions for certiorari. The Supreme Court has taken this on an expedited basis and has agreed right. to have oral arguments on February eighth on this issue.
5: Exactly. Well, Mike, the the thing that was bothersome was right away. You know, <laughs> is the I word insurrection. Right. I mean, right. there there's no conviction. It, right. It's just it, it's a state, but they they stated as if it's a statement of fact. And that's why Maine could make the move because they could they're basing their uh their judgment, their decision on what Colorado said, and they said it was an insurrection. Wait a minute, I mean you know and we, we've gone through we've exercised this deal because initially, when they started using the i word after you know January the sixth even even the reporters had to back off and go, well r- sure. you know um we're kind of getting a bit hyperbolic here. But meanwhile, it's kind of been that language and that word that's been lingering around. I mean, even to the point. And, and this is what really bothered me about Joe. Joe Biden the other day says, yeah, well, oh, yeah. he you know, he committed an insurrection. Wait a minute. You know, you're the president of the United States. You're the you're, you know, supposed to defend the Constitution. And you you accuse. I mean, you make a statement that uh, the former president was was part of an insurrection based on what? Right. And this is the this is this is this incendiary
9: rhetoric is not good for our country. And this and when you want to, you you want to actually if you want to delve into the constitutionality of this, let's do that a little bit. Let's talk about yes. what the the framers and the drafters of the Fourteenth Amendment meant when they used the term insurrection. Well, of course the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth amendments were all the part of the Reconstruction era amendments. The fourteenth Amendment was ratified in the wake of the Civil War. So that's exactly. what they were talking about. They were this was this section of the Fourteenth Amendment was applicable to to Confederate soldiers, to individuals, generals, politicians in the Confederacy who waged an insurrection for years in this, mm. I.E. the Civil War. That's what the, that's what was intended, not what happened. Of course, on January sixth and the days leading up to it, we had and in making the. But you're seeing that, of course, you're seeing that from the left. You're seeing the incendiary rhetoric over and over. They're calling individuals who are actually opposing this. Confederate Confederate sympathizers, they're saying they're using these really dangerous terms to kind of normalize this, as you're saying, to say, oh, of course he engage in insurrection. Anybody who questions that's, you know, right-wing right. crazy MAGA extremists. Well, of right. course, that's not even the case. And when you look at the facts and you look at how the 14th Amendment was ratified and what they intended, the, comp- the comparisons really fly out the window.
5: Well, and look what's happened to the January 6th protesters, Mike. Right. I, I mean, there are no guns. The only gun that showed up was with a Capitol police officer who, in my humble opinion, uh, made a um, it was a bad shoot, you know, to send a round downrange range in a crowded area. And you kill a young woman, a veteran who's hanging, uh, you know, halfway in and out of a, a broken window and you you kill her and then they turn him into a hero.
9: -hmm. And so you get, and and and, and it's interesting because the the factual conclusions that were made, if you want to talk about the hearing that was occurred in Colorado, how it occurred, it was under the section one one three of the Colorado election law, and it provides this kind of hearing is for. The challenges to, uh, to uh, politically, to election law challenges, okay? And mm. what, it, what these hearings were originally intended for were matters of kind of ministerial matters. Did you, did, you know, simple factual matters to discern? Did you have enough signatures on your petition for you to appear on the ballot? Are you right. a resident of Colorado? Ministerial issues. These sorts of hearings were never designed or intended to apply to complex factual scenarios or complex constitutional scenarios. Of course, this is a matter of first impression, whether Section 3 of the 14th Amendment is applicable here, there's really been no case law or analysis. There's been scholarly analysis of it, but mm. it really has never thrust out in the context of our republic over the hundreds of years since it was ratified because it's never been applicable. What's dangerous mm. here, of course, is the weaponization of this. You're seeing exactly. it all across the country, and you're seeing now um, it's becoming commonplace. I think there's not, it's it's in danger of becoming commonplace. I, I shouldn't say it's yeah. becoming commonplace. It's in danger of being used. In every, kind of lawsuit, in every kind of political campaign, oh, well, you gave a speech, for example, let's talk about it. Rashida Tlaib gave us, gives a speech mm. uh, for the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas supporters. They try to scale the White House walls. They shut down Congress. They're sitting outside the Democratic National Committee headquarters. They're causing a ruckus, essentially. Well, did Rashida Tlaib incite insurrection? Now is that that's on the table. We've opened this Pandora's box. Well, how about exactly. that humor? When, Chuck Schumer, mm-hmm. Jamal Bowman, when he pulled the fire alarm that disrupted – and actually, interestingly, Jamal Bowman's actually been charged with a crime for, yeah, exactly. for, mm-hmm. for pulling that fire alarm. Did he engage in an insurrection? You see the, you see the road we're going down on. There's no limiting mm-hmm. principle here, and the political chaos will abound unless, of course, the Supreme Court puts out this forest fire.
5: Well, and the thing is, Mike, there's still going to be some, you know, cleanup to do because of the psychological yeah. damage that's out there. Oh, yeah. Because we've become so polarized that people are going to take away from this conflict what, you know, what fits, you know, their their narrative. And, um, you know, when you've got, uh, you know, Joe Biden and others talking so irresponsibly and recklessly it's like right. they don't care about the damage that they're doing down the road. This isn't going to be something that all of a sudden the Supreme Court comes together and then they're going to complain about that because, you know, the Supreme Court uh, leans uh, a little bit more conservative. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, it, but we need to have a final authority come in on this and, and at least stop the bleeding here because this is getting out of control, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, I say I used to say
9: these are brush fires, but you know, with all of the constitutional issues that our are, that, are, that our republic is facing going forward into twenty twenty four, these these aren't brush fires; these are forest fires, and this forest exactly. fire needs to get put out as soon as possible. Now, this one, of course, what what the problem here is the danger. Is, People feeling, and this is why I go back to the disenfranchisement point, what is terrible here is the fact that you are taking a political process out of the hands of the electorate. You
6: have individuals
9: who are poised to vote, and voting is imperative because it's a release valve in our republic. If you're angry with the direction of your country, you can effectuate change through the ballot box. Well, hey, guess what? You're giving already people who believe that the system is rigged even more reason to believe that the system is rigged by directly taking their vote, their their ability to vote for their candidate of choice, out of their hands. Incredibly, incredibly dangerous. And again, this is a weaponization of it. One more Without thing I want doubt. to add is you were talking about how important it is. It's imperative that the Supreme Court speak to, to dis, dis, disavow itself of this partisan uh, allegation. It should really speak in a strong voice, a seven-two-eight-one one or nine-zero decision in this case.
5: Exactly. I agree 100%. Mike O'Neill, as always, we appreciate the time. Uh, Mike is the Assistant General Counsel at Landmark Legal Uh, Please stay in touch because um, the beat goes on, as they say, right? (laughs) Absolutely, Bill. You you have a great day.
2: You too. Happy New Year. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most.